Elders and leaders of each remnant tribe, be they dragon, troll, griffin, vampire, wizard, or witch, had been allowed to remain wakeful and active in the world, albeit in secret, hidden in human form. The other creatures, the unchosen, had been lured and lulled into an enchanted slumber known as the Long Sleep. Naturally, the remnant leaders had been reluctant to face a future that rendered them no more than myths, shadows of their former selves. Still, being forgotten was better than annihilation, better than extinction. Common sense, or whatever the remnants liked to call it, had prevailed. That, and the assurances of King John, who had placated them all with the temporary nature of the pact, reminding them of the ancient prophecy spoken ages ago by the Queen of the Fae upon her people's departure from Earth. One shining day, when remnants and humans learned to live in peace, and magic blossoms anew in the world, then shall the Fae return and commence a new golden age. That hope smouldered in the hearts of all remnants when the long-vanished Fae returned as the legends promised. Then the pact would be fulfilled, the law annulled, the sleep undone, and... And everyone would get their bloody happy ending, Ben thought, his fangs bared against more than the weather. Once upon a time, I actually believed that, once upon a time, being eight hundred years ago, now the sea spread out below him, a surging wilderness, frothing canyons of grey. Heavy clouds enclosed the horizon, and he shot onwards, squinting through the downpour, a thunderous mist swirling in his wake. Racing low over the waves, he kept his membranous wings taut and steady, half blinded as he was by the spume and that shrill music rattling in his skull. His navigation skills also weren't helped by the fact that he had no idea where he was going. The source. You have to find the source of the song. It's been days now. The water below should have soothed him, eased the cramp in his juggernaut gut. The wind, a shrieking harpy, stole away any chance of primal comfort. Rain hissed off his bladed spine and threw the gills under his wings. The storm screamed like a living thing. Sometimes... Ben knew that it was. But for all this, only the song, the incessant strings, comprised the weight of his unease. It was the kiss of moonlight on an arctic plain, the flutter of butterflies rising from a poppy field. At the same time, it was a razor blade slipped under a fingernail, or like opening a door onto an unexpected hundred-foot drop. He knew this music, this lullaby and with an ache, an urge that he imagined all remnants would share in his position, he wanted the damn thing silenced. The sea went on forever, a foaming wasteland offering no clues. If he continued at this pace, he'd be flying over Yorkshire by dusk, and despite the length of his wanderings, he wasn't yet ready to return to England to face the emptiness of home. All the consequences of last year, Let's be honest here. This in mind, he greeted the sight of the oil rig below with a feeling akin to relief, a kind of eager dread. His ears prickled, his balls shrank, the intensifying melody informing him that he had located the source of his headache, his summoning. There were several of these rigs dotted about the North Sea. With oil prices plummeting around the globe, many of the rigs had been decommissioned and stood, their rusting steel legs fixed to the seabed, like the skeletons of krakens rising from the waves. For all their technical ingenuity, 
The rigs had become titanic hotels for seagulls and terns, the drills silent and the pipes dry. The men in the Stavanger bars, many of them part of the laid-off workforce, had muttered and grumbled enough about it. The economic downturn, more than thirty oil fields shut, a market teetering on the brink of collapse. After the Ecor refinery explosion last year, Ben barely plucking rose from the flames, he couldn't tell the men that he was sorry. It didn't surprise him to find one of these wrecks out here, the derrick cables rattling in the wind, the cranes shuddering, the flare stack dead, and the vast circle of the helipad rain-washed and empty. And the irony of the location wasn't lost on him either. In the endless jungle of pipes, the latticed framework of stairs and walkways, Ben saw an echo of that dangerous showdown last summer, but he couldn't make out any signs of life. The music, however, was scaling towards crescendo, the sound twisting...